Hello and welcome to the Wooniverse. My name is Becky and I'm here today with our co-host Alex. Um, this is a podcast about the transition from a dead to a living cosmology. This is our very first episode and this is going to be a bit of an intro into what we mean by the Wooniverse and why I've called it that. And I'm also going to be interviewing Alex and talking about his experiences and stepping into this sort of new dimension. Next episode, we'll sort of interview me. And then from then on, we'll have topics that we'll start discussing and we'll see how it goes from there. Hope you enjoy. Right, starting. So I've called this podcast The Wooniverse to be like, we're, we're living in the Wooniverse. The, the, the word woo is like, this um, derogatory term for all the things that are like consciousness, spiritualness, um, anti-rational. Um, so this podcast is about stepping into that world and what that means and our experiences. So this first one, I'll be interviewing Alex. Hello. And we're just going to talk, I'm going to interview you and talk about like what was your experience of stepping into the universe or like <laughs> spiritual awakening. I don't like the word... I don't want it to sound like, I don't know, spiritual awakening. It's like, now I'm separate from you because yeah. I'm awakened and I'm more yeah. spiritual. So, um, so it's, not too, it's not two separate states. Yeah, it's but a, like yeah. there was a transition for you. Yeah. Like in your sort of story. So what, what was that experience? Okay. Like there was a definite, there's no, there's a definite like before and after. Okay. Isn't there? Yeah. Well, you know, at, at first I want to say like spiritual awakening to me is, is, a, is an arc. It's, it's not one thing and then another. It's, it's an arc that continues over your entire life. So it's an ongoing process that I don't think ever ends. Uh, I think it's misleading to almost say a spiritual awakening because it's. Or like you've um, reached enlightenment and now you're done. That yeah yeah like i don't i don't think that's the case and like i think i was def i definitely fell into the trap of thinking that at the beginning like and uh you know you get a little glimmer of something like uh some sort of transcendent experiences and you're like wow I'm there you know i'm uh and it can uh definitely make you somewhat arrogant i think and um but anyway i'll uh so where do you want me to start with this? Like, like was was there a, a point where you could say, you know, when you're telling me like when you're 33? Yeah. So you... first of all, should I, should I say who I am and how I know yeah. you? Right. Okay. okay. So uh, I, I work in a framing shop and, 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 and Becky also uh, is a part-timer there. And that's how we got to know each other um, initially. Uh, I saw Becky showed me some of her artwork. She does the spiritual artwork and which is really great artwork. You should check out her website. <laughs> We'll put tags at the end of yeah. the show. <laughs> and um, I just, sorry, I just check. Yeah, okay. Um, and I got a sort of psychedelic vibe from it. And, um, you know, there's, we live in a small town. There's not, I, I mean, there, there probably are a lot of spirits there. there I know there are in Wilshire for sure, but I personally don't know a lot of people who are interested in spiritual work. Um, but clearly Becky was, so I was trying to, Obviously, it was like the first day we met, so I didn't want to start with a big, heavy spiritual <laughs> conversation. Didn't um, take long. No, it didn't take very long. We we were chatting about it straight away, but I could tell that there was some some sort of. Um, but like when I I've not had that psychedelic influence there where anymore. I've showed some of my art and immediately be like right DMT. Right? Yeah, I that I did was... get DMT vibes from it. Like for people sure. are just like that's intense. Sure. Oh, it's pretty. But she didn't but... say anything, so I was like, okay, maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm barking at the wrong tree here, but uh, since since we met, we've we've been talking about spiritual things and like uh, telling each other, give you know, uh, telling each other our stories and um, 
and and filling each other in on our progression. Um, so yeah, okay. So I talk about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. So uh, my name is Alex. Um, I'm thirty, nearly thirty eight years old. Um, I had, I would say, my first significant breakthrough into spirituality when I was around the age of thirty three. Um, I've always been very unhappy with with the uh what should we say the the consumerist society that i was very much a part of through my whole life and born into i was, I was born into a very capital capitalist society that that didn't really take spirituality seriously at all there were there were elements of it that i spotted through my life and you know i always thought those were hippy dippy people and on on the other end of that uh there was the the remnants of a, a a religious society you know devizes devizes has got a lot of churches and uh it's 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 worked its way up through a um how can i describe that society you know the the very 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 hardcore religious i i suppose and yeah when i when i grew up and you sort of christianity Christ, is yeah, somewhat Christian. seen as like that's the old like yeah you would coming look, you out would of look that. down on it like yes. growing up in school people would have rs classes and everybody would be like this and yeah <laughs> yeah very much so but you know devices as as well as everywhere else came from a very christians uh christian led you know church going society which is fading away and turning into a a more modern consumerist society with with remnants of that i would say we're we're largely that in this community and there's but being in Wiltshire, yeah, there's there's more of a spiritual focus here. Um but you know, it tends to be if you lean towards that, people try and pull you pull you back down to the consumer consumer society. And if you and if you the same way with with if you're very religious, people try to pull you out of that as well. So it's kind of like if you want to fit in here, you've got to meet a certain uh, certain standard and if you deviate either way you tend to get pulled back in which is fine I, I understand that that's natural so it's like it does tend to be if you want to talk about spiritual issues you do tend to get funny looks if people aren't quite ready for that but it's fine you know I understand that um so anyway my um I I've always kind of I don't know let's let's see my big significant breakthrough for me was with um was with psilocybin mushrooms um so i i um had my f a very significant trip in amsterdam i would say it was my first time trying sorry i'm completely i'm going off here you might need to no so like you were 33 that was your first experience with so was that, that wasn't my that wasn't my first experience <laughs> okay. i don't sorry i totally haven't prepared for this but my um my first trip was at home i i, I cultivated my own mushrooms um, and how old were you then? I was in my early thirties. Uh, yeah, and what, I was, I was and what, what initiate like to grow your own mushrooms? That's like yeah. So I, why, I, why would you? You don't do that out of accident. No, no, I didn't. I, 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 <laughs> I started looking into it online um, about the psychedelic experience, and I was in quite an unhappy place in my life, and I was getting more and more convinced that this was something that I, I wanted to do, and that it would be appropriate for me. Um, I I did some did a lot of research. I hear I heard about this, you know, the psychedelic um, personalities like the Terence McKenna's and stuff like that. And um, but I fully wasn't prepared for how much of a paradigm shift the the experience offered because 
it really did knock me for six. I would even say that it presented things to me that I just wasn't ready for. I mean, this was like, I was just blown over by just how little I realized I knew. Um, You know, it's like I've said to Becky quite a few times, the psychedelic experience for me was like, uh, on reflection, it was like, imagine your life is, is, two-dimensional and flat and and all you can comprehend is 2d it's it's like going from that to the most beautiful multi-dimensional reality that you can imagine it's for for at least for the first transition very much is 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 along those lines um so and it was it was quite a dark time you know it was like um you you realized how limited your perspective's been all along and um so when i had that first big breakthrough uh it actually ended up uh sparking off the the beginning and the end of my relationship i realized it made me highlight all the the problems with that relationship that i was in at the time and um i may it made me realize that i wasn't being true to my partner i wasn't being true to myself and that um this was the beginning of a journey that i had the opportunity to, to take up or i could or i could stay how i was and remain unhappy with with materialism and um and friends that i realized i didn't have very much in common with and they didn't have much in common with me so i began to um put more time into into um into uh, studying spiritual teachings um, sorry, if you wanted to check no, in here, at you, all, you, you, I'll you just can. direct you if you need it. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, um, that was that was the big first awakening. I would say it was my my first trip where I realised that the spiritual world was so much bigger than I could have ever comprehended. And the more I learn about it, the bigger it seems to get for me. Um, mm. So I'm beginning to realise that. Five or six years later, this is a never-ending journey. Um, I, I I couldn't have thought for a second that I would have known the things I know now, but I also wouldn't have thought that there would have been so much that so much more to uh, to be explored and to um, yeah. That's that's. Uh, so that's like that was your first experience. What happened at thirty-three that you you classify that as like the? Um, it was just a profoundly jaw-dropping realization through psychedelics that that um that consciousness was not limited to the inside of my skull like my experience Mm -hmm. of consciousness didn't just reside there that i was then opened up to the possibility that consciousness was omnipresent that it wasn't just something that was personal to me it wasn't just something that uh, was separate from from everything else. I I began to realize that this thing uh, stretched beyond that, and that I maybe the things that I had been told my whole life and that weren't necessarily completely true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that would that does that summarize like what that means to you, like stepping into the universe? Like if that's the title, <laughs> if that's the title of the podcast. Is that, um, is that pretty much a pit of mark? Yeah, I would say that I was... Yeah, yeah, I would say... Sorry that I'm talking over you there. No. Um, yeah, I would say that was the, the big stepping stone into a... that pointed my life into an entirely different direction. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was clear to me that I could have stayed on the path I was on 
and carried on playing video games, eating, <laughs> drinking, and not and just achieving the bare minimum. Um, not pushing creativity, not not pushing um, self inquiry at all. And and I have to say just that just like coasting, just like, yeah. This I, is just I, default mode reality. Yeah, we just play like some yes. cookie cutter lifestyle. Yeah, rather I, than like waking like waking <laughs> up in the dream. And yeah. then you realise that you created all of this and yeah. you can create anything you want. That's and then c- it's just like this opening up from like a very closed system yeah. that is like everybody sort of plodding along doing the same things. You just work and money and you die and nothing happens to this like expansive, like we are exploring infinity. Yeah, that's a good Sims character. <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt like a Sims character uh, for sure. <laughs> um, so whereas I think that would have been that lifestyle gives you probably a low level of depression that you you feel like definitely something's wrong you're not quite mm. sure you can't put your finger on it but you 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 just feel this general uneasiness about life which i have to say since since breaking through that and in in breaking into this this has been harder for sure this <laughs> is like i have had s- cripplingly depressing lows through this spiritual experience like there's there's no question but but the highest highs, but, but like very high highs. But it's really difficult to describe. It's, even though this has been harder than I ever thought it would be, um, my fear of death has gone through this mm. process. My fear of death has been alleviated, and that leaves you on a generally higher plane than you were before. And there is no question that I would never turn back to what I the the, the place I was at before, like th- through spiritual work. Um, mm. I. W- that is a kind of worms that you can never close again. You would never be willing to fall asleep again. But at the same time, I'm I'm 100% not at the end of this journey. Um, I like I say, I feel like I the more I learn about it, the 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 bigger the expanse of knowledge gets, and mm. the, it kind of yeah. And and the more you continue, the more lonely you get. Like the the more you yeah. leave everybody behind on their journeys and. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just the stage of stage of uh, inquiry that you're at. Um, you might not want to, you know, a lot of people around me don't want to know. They don't want to question anything else. And that's fine. I, I'm, it took me a long time to become comfortable with that. Because yeah. when you begin the journey, you want to take everybody with you. I there's, feel there's that's, no the, that's such a stage of awakening is like wanting to tell everybody or like yeah. becoming arrogant. The same way I will compare it to veganism. Like when you first become <laughs> vegan, you become a vegan Nazi yeah. and everybody else is the devil yeah. that you meet. So it's like, I see it similar, like when you first like awaken, it's just so like, wow, that you like, everybody needs to know about this. Yeah. And then you (laughs) you maybe have some awkward conversations and annoy some people. Yeah. I think you start projecting all of, all of your, I I definitely had a sort of, when I had my first sort of light switch on, I definitely went through a little while of like... Just not being grounded and just not knowing where to like have have normal conversations with people. Yeah, uh, you, and just you like re- you, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you no, know, that's fine. What you're you, saying. you really run the risk of becoming ungrounded initially because, and especially because there's nobody to help you. <sighs> there's no, and yeah. there's no initiation. You're just yeah. by yourself, and then it just it's very similar because my my father is bipolar, and I do see very lots of similarities between spiritual awakening and then mental health and mental illnesses yes and like having those extreme experiences like i've spoken to him when he's been sort of partly manic and he talks about feeling close to god like feeling akin to god which is like i I can't remember i say i don't know whether i should say 
yeah because <laughs> that might make it yeah. worse or it might make it better but yeah. um, it's something about achieving a heightened states that then when you come mm. back and you have to communicate with the people and yeah. there's no one around you that there should be that you know in other cultures it just it's just because we're in a bubble here but other places there's a lineage and yeah where mental health issues are very seen very differently and yeah. you're just seen like oh yeah you're just more connected to these other dimensions yeah i mean i mean it's like um you know you you can have spiritual awakening through meditation and yoga and what have you but there's no question that a a chemical mm. um a, a chemical uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for but um a psychedelic experience is is without question the most powerful entry point i would say uh the problem yeah, with, like with that definitely physically something that changes in your brain yeah the there's different yeah and you are chemically changed forever for sure for sure i now i would have looked back and said that i my i that i prepared for my experience and i at the time i felt like i did because i did it I did it on my own. I set time aside for it. Like I said, I cultivated, I cultivated my own um, substance um, just to try and regain some some sense that I was doing it responsibly. Um, I still don't feel like we have society where it's safe to do that because it's this, this clear to me that we need centers that you can go and say, I want to have a psychedelic experience. And they can mm. say to you, right, well, okay, first thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to have a huge ego expansion there's you're you're yeah. going to feel like you've you've and you've discovered truths that um that make you special and the first thing you need to do is live you have to live here you have to remain grounded you have to integrate this into your life you cannot go off you know it's like there's a possibility that, the, that your life could fall apart if you if you don't remember that you still have to earn money you still have to reside within the community that can cause you a lot of trouble and but it'd be it's useful if there was a community that acknowledged that experience to be part of the human experience yeah and sacred and sacred this this should be there's no question for me this should be a coming of age thing i i needed this experience under mm. control conditions when i was 18 years old there's no question um i spent a huge amount of time pursuing absolute bullshit in my life <laughs> like um just just pursuing material wealth um uh just um just shallow relationships um yeah sorry i'm running no that's I'm running. fine um what else was gonna say um, yeah, I've got a I've got a friend that's interested in doing it for the first time. She's she's done like party drugs like ecstasy, I guess. But and but I'm like I'm gonna be there and I do it with you, or I'm gonna sit there with you and I just wish like imagine if like, I'd had the experience where someone like you come down and then someone's like yeah I know what happened to you like I can relate. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. would be so different. And like I think I guess yeah. that's what we are me and you in devices we are preparing to be part of that community. Yeah, um... and like um, I guess the only way that these linear structures get started is by being that person and just having to start it. Yeah, for because sure. Because I don't see that that doesn't exist around here, and so I guess you just got to step up and be like, right, I might not know everything, but <laughs> I've had I could, I know some things. I guess you could go off to Peru or go have like I'm sure there's places you can learn this kind of yeah, stuff to become like yeah. shaman. Yeah, um, you know, it's, um... but just to be able, and oh, I guess it's like medical, like trained professionals that would then, 
you know, like the map stuff that run the psilocybin mm. sessions, like th- there is that very clinical setting, but I think it also mm. needs to be taken out of the highly clinical setting because you, you don't want to be sitting in like yeah. a hospital. Yeah, for <laughs> You want to be in a, sure. in a home with like plants and like yeah. comfy things. I Yeah, I think being at home, being outside, just being with people you trust um, is is really important like um i i actually introduced the experience to my my sister and she's she's extremely dear to me and i at least then had some idea of the pitfall the traps that i fell into Mm. at the same time there was part of me that wanted her to have the experience i did and i don't think that's a particularly good thing either but because of because I was very protective of her, the first thing I said to her was, "Look, like this happened to me when when I had my first trip. I I probably took it to be more significant than it maybe was. Um, even though I'm not saying this experience wasn't significant, it was. It really opened my eyes. But I was able to say to her, um, you know, look, this this isn't um, this." Sorry, I'm getting a bit of a brain fart here. <laughs> no, I know. Um, You're just warning her, like, don't think that you you are the master. Now. I didn't want her to get carried <laughs> away with it. But at the same time, this was something that I really, really think that people, more people need to be aware of because yeah. um, we are... You, I think also because culturally and ecologically we are at this crisis point where, like, mushrooms and so well particularly mushrooms because of this thing they can you know degrade plastic but they can also mm. like the, and also like the internet is this lateral mycelial network mm. we're going from a hierarchical sort of very masculine control system to like a feminine peer-to-peer um lateral network and then the mushrooms are coming through in like environmental ways like they could help with plastic and mm. then also with like we have to go through this sort of awakening otherwise we're gonna... yeah it's it's, 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 this, it's this apex this crisis point where it's like you, it's it it's all in perfect timing and it's all like an amazing yeah. perfectly constructed story or like evolving story where it's like and psychedelics come save the day at the last minute not that it has to be <laughs> psychedelics but like that the consciousness like the the like the same way the internet and peer to peer it's like becoming like you know a brain a global brain with all the nodes all the people switching on they work in one yeah. like if you had seven billion people working with one aim and like not having all these problems interpersonal problems yeah then you could start all these problems probably would be quite easily solved yeah they might seem like ridiculously like how do i one person deal with like plastic pollution or whatever or climate but then if you like mm. The mass intelligence is just extraordinary if you actually got everybody tapped in. Yeah, it's it's really interesting you mentioning about the the plastic eating fungus that seems to have been discovered late lately. Um, just just in the way that we are we are facing this environmental crisis, but yet still Mother Nature seems to be throwing out solutions that that can help. Um, mm. Well, because nothing's yeah. outside of nature, even plastic. Is it's, like yeah, it's, it's no it's question. Like, oh, we've made something artificial. Yeah, it's, it's no question that this, this there's not, it doesn't seem to be a solution that isn't resolvable, but it just needs proper application mm. in the right way. It's, it's like, um, we, you know, we, we do seem to be facing you know the pinch at the moment where everything is on the verge of mm. collapsing but it also feels like it's i don't know it feels like it's not it's just it's through media that you kind of know that like climate change yeah. these big things they seem like but everyday life is still seems pretty normal but you do have this and i guess i 
I don't know about you, but I definitely have grown up with this sense of impending doom yeah, <laughs> of well, like environmental catastrophe. Well, it's, it seems to it seems to balance the right way. You get this industrial yeah. revolution. You you get the the pillage. You get the raping of the planet with with in in terms of um, you know just, just destruction of the the rainforest for 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 cattle um, raising cattle. Um, but at the same time, the internet erupts, mm -hmm. communication increases, awareness of um, spiritual health increases, and it's almost like akin to the third the third act of a movie where our hero is in great peril and all hope seems lost and at just the last second Han Solo turns up with the Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca and they destroy mm. the Death Star together. It's the same way that consciousness is like just about ready to yes, to so reemerge and say, hey, put the stoppers on. You know, it's like there's another way here. There's, so there's... this is the this is the this is what I mean by the universe. Like, why is so? Why is it important that we would look into that now? It's like because that's all seems to be somewhat necessarily and coming up that we have to focus on the the woo, like the <laughs> fact that we are conscious and that we all have the same consciousness filling up, and that's what fills up everything. And then seeing the the Earth as also a living organism yes. that is part of us yeah. that we can't be separate from, and then hurt because yeah. it's just going to hurt us so it's this sort of seeing yeah. everything as one well I, one I, universe yeah i, I think um <laughs> well as a, as a someone else calls it like the universe the you you know why are you why are you in a inverse sure yeah it's 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 like um god it's really hard to like <laughs> it's really hard to pull up the thing you need to say at the right moment yeah. but like um, <laughs> someone else talks and then it's that yeah us. and it sends you off on another train of thought um, um I do have a question, and we will come back to you. So, yeah, yeah, sorry. The Wooniverse, yeah, and, and like you were talking about spiritual awakening, yeah. particularly uh, induced by psychedelics, do you think they are completely necessary? Do you think you can have it without it? Do you think you would be in the same position without them? Like, um, I, I, don't, I don't want to just I, use, this, use this podcast to just prophetize no, drugs, I, I, <laughs> but I, I do that, that they are very important, uh, but I, I don't want to, I don't know, it's just like, my, it's not a podcast about drugs. Okay, well, my, <laughs> my view, my, my, my view is, is that psychedelics serve different purposes at different, in different eras of time, maybe, you know, obviously there's the Terence McKenna stoned ape theory that um, psychedelics are, could be responsible for helping um create to develop imagination and language um in early humans but like i i think that once society evolves enough um we will raise raise our young to to think in a more holistic way and i think people will naturally lean towards a more holistic way of living that we won't need psychedelics to um to help us uh, sorry right we're back so sorry yeah we were saying about how we, we don't think that psychedelics are necessary to keep um keep the world from imploding but like i i think that they just they i i think that in the future once they've been better integrated into to medicinal use i think that they could offer maybe i'll give some examples i think they'll they could be good for rehabilitation of of um of criminals i think mm, that's that's a definitely. good point maybe people with um i i think they 
could be depression, like depression, all, pulling all the mental you health up, problems. depression. Yeah, just just maybe kickstarting the the brain to start working differently, just to offer different perspectives. I I think there's there's a huge you know, I don't think the 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 prospect of using them recreation recreational is is as terrible as people think that it is either. I think on low doses, I think that I I don't think high doses should be used at all flippantly uh, not at all but i think the possibility of recreation i don't think that's out of the question um other applications um what can i think of um yeah i need no surgery sorry like um <laughs> initiation coming of age coming just of having age, a, sure. a like like um having a culture that's centered around you always come back to this experience and like it's integrated as part I don't know. This is this is what happens in other cultures, or like the the Unidad de Vegetal, the one in America where they use they can use ayahuasca legally in oh, yeah, America. Oh sure, sure, yeah, So yeah. like it's it's a sub it's a sacred substance that you come back to when your community has yeah. crisis, and it sort of teaches you or like brings you back to like what the core of like you know universal love. That's great. Is, yeah, it's goofy, but like yeah. brings you back to the core feeling of like what we're all, we're all yeah. this together and we're all working together on the same thing. We're going on yeah. this idea that we are one. Yeah, and then you just have this thing, and it reminds you. Yeah, for reconnection, sure. It gets to a point where society can become so disconnected they get sick, and it's very clear that society is quite sick at the moment. Um, mm. You know, and sometimes you like, gotta get sick to get. Better. The idea of that exponential growth and that being the same yeah. thing that cancer does. We, we, it's like it just keeps growing yeah, and growing it does. and it's a tumour. Yes, yes, for sure. So, um, But also spiritual development. There's, there's no question that mm. you, when you are getting very serious about consciousness work, psychedelics can, can offer you deep insight into the nature of consciousness and um, to the, the nature of... The nature of consciousness itself you know uh, what is self you know it's um mm. psychedelics can really make you question that and um there's the experiences of ego death and um uh, other phenomena that can realize that this you know can sorry i'm really well that is it's like so much bigger than you could ever imagined or like for me it was pointing back it was just like waking up in your own body again, just like, oh shit, I've been asleep. <laughs> or like just going on autopilot rather than you're like, yeah. and thinking that yeah. consciousness comes out of matter and you're like, how? Well, that's how I yeah. kind of got into it to begin with, but that, that'll be the next episode. But, but yeah, for sure. But it, once that perspective changes through that psychedelic break mm. for you, you seem to think, you start to think, well, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, sorry. That's, um, <laughs> sorry, Becky was playing with the framing equipment here. Um, it's, it makes you realize that, hey, okay, so if my my perspectives change to a point where I realize that there's a possibility that that um, uh, how can I how can I put this that that if if consciousness if my consciousness is running through everything and everywhere, then if I'm shitty and I treat people badly, ultimately I'm treating myself badly, and. I don't want that. So I'm going to, you know, in a selfish way almost, if I clean up my act, then it's better for me on the whole. So there's there's that that point of view as well. Um, you know, basically you you can't live um like there's no there's there's no repercussions. Um, repercussions like 
that if you when you die, fuck it, it doesn't matter. I'm dead. Do you know what I mean? It's like you you so really do is, have to live for future generations. This is what I mean by like the woo. Is it's like yeah. it's not rational. It's not like scientifically provable because it's going beyond that. Because yeah. like science, like you said in the thing, it's like science is within consciousness. Everything's happening within it. So it's like rather than being like woo is like a derogatory term used for like spiritual woo woo that it's just like yeah people just say things it's like well that you can't measure that you can't prove that so it's it's nonsense it's basically yes. like it, it, it's irrational yes it's madness it's nonsense it's nonsensical yeah. it's, i can't see it and i can't measure it so yeah. so like so it's not there it's, it's this it's podcast is like paying attention to the woo to yeah. like and that's actually the bigger thing because it's it's the universe with the un yeah. and the woo universe and it's all made of you <laughs> and of woo but like the, the idea of woo like consciousness is woo because you can't prove that consciousness exists in like scientific experiments yeah yeah it's, and like consciousness it, affects scientific experiments but you can't because it's like it's the thing inside the thing the ghost inside the machine you can't it's in you can't like dig 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 smaller smaller small bits not find it because it's a whole system thing it's, yes you can't be like reduced to parts and not find it inside this part but you won't be able to find it yeah. materially you it's like it's two sides that you know you have matter the outside and consciousness the yeah. inside so this podcast is like taking a step backwards in terms of like getting a broader view like into your stepping back into like feeling that you are an awareness that fills up your body that's the woo-niverse but like yeah. making that something that is is something that people can have discussions about like this podcast like i don't think there's a lot of british podcasts about this kind of stuff the stuff i listen to is all very american yeah so that's one of the reasons i wanted to start this can um, i just I mean, say something before i forget yeah. it uh, just yeah. what you're saying about um conscious not not being measurable I heard a really good, great analogy um, that consciousness could be compared to, say, for instance, you've got Super Mario. So Super Mario is made out of pixels in the Super Mario game. Um, trying to point to consciousness is like Mario trying to point to the pixels that he's made out of. He, he can point, but he can't actually point to the pixels he's made of, and he can't he can't perceive the pixels that he's made of. So I think that's quite a useful analogy in a way because um, consciousness is... It becomes this like paradox. Everything, yeah. That you can't... Yeah. You can't look back, look in your own eye. Yes, But you yes. can be aware that you're looking out of your eye. Yeah. But it's something that you can, you can prove exists, but without it, nothing would exist. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So yeah, that that'll do I think for this yeah, episode. And the thing and the thing you wanna yeah. say, and the thing you forgot that you remembered now. Um like the the I was trying I'm trying to bring it back to the core. This is the Wooniverse, it's the podcast. <laughs> we are living in the Wooniverse. How did you step into the Wooniverse? What was your experience? Like I know I'm calling it the Wooniverse, but like the experience of stepping from one reality into another reality. Oh, um and, and like your change of your change of um, perspective, like your change of like what you think is possible, what you think you are. How would I summarize it? Like, is there anything that you haven't said that you, oh, that uh, what no, I've just said make you think about? Not, not really. Just, up? just, just other than the, the it's it's incredibly exciting. Sometimes it gets dark, but just sometimes you just get moments of just sheer joy that are just absolutely unimaginable, and it just gets so exciting to think mm. that this road. Because the Wooniverse just is more fun stretches to out, it just stretches out endlessly in front of you, and it's just never ending. 
and it's wonderful and it's alive and it's scary and it's dangerous and it's perfect and it's beautiful and it's yeah just keep studying it and just just keep enjoying it and just uh yeah just keep loving man keep, keep loving man. keep loving so yeah the the woo universe is the more fun place to yeah live. it's more it's like, fun to it's place. like you it's, have to transition yeah. to that place otherwise there's so much the, more meaning the the, the well, i think i said this before like the world that's prescribed by materialism ultimately leads to depression yes really rationally yeah <laughs> sorry about all the background noise <laughs> we've been like banging the desk and playing with the uh framing kit it's here it's really famous okay that'll cool, do man thanks becky right see you I, next I, time i hope i can be on the, another episode of the universe in the future because it was yeah. fun okay <laughs> Great. bye bye